Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, special coverage from WCBS. If you're just joining us, there was a truck attack in lower Manhattan along the bike path along West Street this afternoon. It happened just after 3, about 3.10 this afternoon. Uh, We're told six people dead, at least nine injured as this uh, attacker drove a rented Flatbed Home Depot truck along the bike path, striking pedestrians and bicyclists along the way, then getting out and holding up two imitation firearms. That's when police shot the attacker in the leg. All of this happened about two hours ago in about 15 minutes. Uh, We expect a briefing at one police plaza. WCBS's Alex Silverman is there and has been talking to police sources. Alex. Yeah, we're in the uh, the briefing room on the second floor of one police plaza, uh, awaiting the arrival of Mayor de Blasio and police officials. And what you just summarized is basically all the information uh, that we have at this point. Uh, senior police officials confirming to CBS News that there are at least six dead in this incident. Of course, no firm numbers at this point. Uh, we will hopefully get a uh, number of wounded that is closer to reality uh, when the officials come out to brief us. Uh, but I was listening to you describe earlier uh, this bike path where this happened, and I can tell you that I am there. I, I run through there or bike through there probably once a week. And uh, as you said, it's an incredibly busy area. At various times of day, you have people walking, you have people biking, you have people jogging. Uh, And uh, what occurred to me is that many of the intersections they have bollards set up, uh, basically um, uh, vertical pillars to prevent anything other than or wider than the width of a bike from getting onto that pillar. So I I can't tell you exactly where this truck made its way onto uh, that uh, that path. Uh, but they do have protection in uh, along many busy intersections there along West Street uh, against something like this, against a vehicle which may veer onto onto the bike path inadvertently or intentionally. Uh, it, it'll be curious to see exactly how uh, the this vehicle made its way through the security measures that are in place uh, and managed to get onto that path, hoping to hear more about that when officials come to brief us. Alex, I know the briefing hasn't started yet. Have you heard anything about tonight's Halloween parade, which is going to be in the same area? You have to assume a lot, if not thousands of people are trying to get into Lower Manhattan to take part in that parade. We did hear from the parade organizers that it is still on. Have you heard anybody there at One Police Plaza say anything different? We have not heard anything on that. Uh, we gather that they are huddling, the parade organizers are, with police officials to determine what now they have to do. Uh, if this indeed was an intentional act, as uh, the police seem to be investigating it as, uh, this, uh, the Halloween parade takes place just a short distance, uh, maybe a half mile to a mile away from uh, where this occurred. Uh, so they're going to have to put some more security measures in place. Uh, even when something happens elsewhere in the world, uh, an attack of some sort, if there is a major event, a parade in New York City, the police will step up the security measures. So you have to believe there is going to be extreme security at that parade if indeed it does go forward. And I have to believe that uh, 
regardless of what the parade organizers are saying now, they're having conversations with the NYPD about whether or not that's a good idea. Alex Silverman live at uh, One Police Plaza, where we expect uh, an, an update, a briefing from the police and the mayor and the governor is there as uh, well. Uh, we're expecting that at about 5.15. Uh, I don't know if they'll be right on time with that, but uh, that's due in the next 15 or 20 minutes. Usually they're not, but we shall see. We have uh, two reporters, uh, Rich Lamb and Mike Smelt at the scene. We'll be hearing from both of them shortly. First, we want to hear from a witness that Mike spoke to uh, a little while ago. This witness saw the pickup truck speeding down the bike path along uh, West Street. Let's listen to this. I saw the two bodies laying you know, in the, in the, in the bike path. Their bikes were next to them. And everything was mangled. You, you know, if he was going a slow speed, this, those two guys would still be here. But he was going very fast. And their bikes were mangled. Their bodies were mangled. It, it wasn't something, you know, it, it's sad to see something like that. What did you do immediately? As I, I checked, I was looking around to see if maybe anybody else was hurt. And that's when I looked down. And I, I when I looked more down the block, I seen people running. And I heard nine to ten gunshots. So... And that's when I, you know, I, I started thinking of myself. Then all the police came, and they don't know what's going on. All the EMS, all the, all the cops, they came running towards the way I was, and they didn't know there was bodies there. They're looking for a shooter. They don't know what's going on. And I'm telling them, look, there's bodies here, there's bodies here. And, and I said, there's guys over there shooting, the guys over there shooting. And that's when they went running that way, they, and some other cops came and stayed with the bodies. And then I went down more down the block, and that's where I saw the bus was crashed. The bus was crashed into, and the, the pickup truck was on the corner, crashed into another car. Did you see the driver or the vehicle? No, I didn't see the driver. I Did didn't see the driver. The I saw the vehicle in the bike path for about a, two blocks, maybe a block and a half. What type of vehicle was it? A white pickup truck. Like, I don't know, maybe something you would rent at a Home Depot or, you know, it was at a pickup truck. With a you white said it was driving pretty quick. Yeah, it had to, yeah. He wasn't just. He wasn't like going didn't slow. Out of no. Necessarily. He was driving. Well, what did it look like? Was it, it seemed like a new. It, no, he wasn't zigzag, and he was going down the bike path, straight down the bike path. I, to me, when I first thing I thought of was terrorist. I didn't think nothing else. All right, and this incident is in fact. Uh, being treated by investigators as a deliberate act of terror. At least six people are dead. At least nine are injured. That number bouncing around a little bit after a vehicle, a flatbed truck, a Home Depot rental uh, barreled down the bike path along West Street at Chambers in Tribeca. Let's head to WCBS reporter Rich Lamb, who has been at the scene for uh, at least an hour now. Rich, what's the latest you've gathered? Well, I can tell you that uh, I talked to a photographer and actually looked at uh, at his camera. Uh, he he was down on the ground at the World Trade Center when he heard something going on up here and ran up. And he has he had a photograph of the front of that uh, truck that you talk about, and the hood on it is crushed in um, into um, kind of an A shape, if you will. Uh, it's clear that there was a tremendous amount of frontal impact, whether that came from uh, various impacts as he came down southbound on that bike path uh, just west of West Street here, uh, or whether it was involved when it was involved allegedly in a collision as well with a school bus. Uh, We don't know where the damage came from, but uh, it was certainly very badly damaged. And we talked to uh, a chef uh, who was just across the street when he was walking uh, toward the east and heard behind him a woman scream. And he turned around because it was clear that there was something going on. 
uh, and that's when he saw uh, the truck coming down the bike path, uh, and he said that it was traveling at a very high rate of speed, as though the guy was really pressing down on the accelerator to do all the damage he could do. Uh, if this turns out to be terrorism, which it certainly appears to be at this point, uh, at least it's being investigated that way. And if these reports are true, uh, Congressman King told us about uh, uh, someone shouting a phrase, Allah Akbar. Uh, and if that's true, and if uh, it's true that this is a deliberate act, uh, you know, the, the idea that this is the kind of terrorism, the lone wolf terrorism against which it's very difficult to guard, uh, may well be may well be what we're looking at here it's uh it's a situation that clearly has shocked everybody here uh, the investigation uh, the cars the police cars are still in place the crowds are still uh, just about as thick as they were about an hour and a half ago uh awaiting uh, what we don't know what they're waiting here for uh, apparently they think there's going to be some kind of an announcement of course we understand that there's going to be a briefing very shortly by five or six minutes away at least according to the schedule over at police headquarters, at which time we expect to get a, a full fill-in of what police know at this point. They did get a hold of the guy who was driving that truck after shooting at him, uh, and we understand that they hit him in the leg, took him into custody. Presumably he's being questioned, although he was taken to Bellevue Hospital. We don't know whether uh, he has been in a situation where they could question him at this point. So it's a, a difficult uh, afternoon here on Halloween. Uh, you know, a very odd situation as we made our way down here with people dressed up in trick-or-treat outfits. Uh, this, of course, a, a, a terrible reality descending on us here on the Lower West Side. All right. Thank you, Rich Lamb, who is on the scene. Uh, one thing we can point out here, interesting, that Facebook has activated the feature. You may have seen it before, maybe during uh, hurricanes or wildfires, where you can mark yourself safe when there is some sort of disaster going on. And Facebook has activated that feature for this incident. So if you live or work or would have been in lower Manhattan and there are people across the country or just across the city who might be concerned about you, that might be something you may want to consider. You sure. can mark yourself safe so everybody knows you're okay. It's just a few blocks uh, north of the 9-11 Memorial in the World yeah. Trade Center. Probably international tourists uh, maybe in the area as well who want to mark themselves safe. We're awaiting this uh, NYPD briefing. It's set for 5.15, about five minutes from now. We'll see if it starts on time or not. The latest word, again, is uh, six dead and nine injured in this truck attack in Lower Manhattan. The uh, city also letting us know that if you are concerned about someone who may have been involved in this incident, you can call 311 for some more information. We should check in with uh, our other reporter at the scene there uh, along West Street, uh, Mike Smeltz, who got some pretty compelling witness uh, testimony earlier in the day. Mike, uh, who else have you talked to and, and what have you been hearing? So there's a 22-year-old student that I spoke with who was maybe a half a block away from when all of this happened. I mean, and again, this is a long scene. What we're hearing described to is not just a half a block drive into a city bike rack or wherever they ended up. This was a couple of blocks of this car, and where we're understanding potentially deliberately drove down the bike lane. Um, this student was a half a block from where it ended up, and when he heard the, the final ending of that truck, the truck finally stopping, he heard it sound like a huge bang, and then turned around and then saw a, a, a huge rush of people running away from the scene. A lot of confusion. There's a smell in there, what he describes as the smell of sulfur. And then we spoke to another man 
who was trying to grab people off the ground as he saw them. Um, but then when he tried to, he understood their level of injury and tried to alert the police to them for them to help out over at the scene. Um, and again, Rich spoke about this. It's a sort of a strange scene right here right now because there's still a tremendous amount of police presence. But then there's at least three to four schools in this area. There are young kids around in Halloween costumes, older people around in Halloween costumes, um, people not really sure exactly what to do. And most people are being let out of school, so they don't really even know what exactly happened here on West Street and Chambers Street. All right, Mike Smeltz uh, reporting from the scene, 512 on WCBS, we expect an uh, update from the NYPD scheduled for 515. I'd be surprised if it starts on time. Let us uh, reset and give you an idea of what is going on in case you are in your car now trying to go home and wondering what is going on. At around 3 p.m., do we know an exact time? 3.10, I think, is what we've heard a lot, yeah. Okay, there uh, was an incident in Lower Manhattan in Tribeca near West and Chambers Street. Um, A rental truck, a vehicle from a Home Depot, may have been rented in Jersey City, a flatbed truck, first collided with a bus on Chambers Street, and then in what investigators are calling a deliberate attack, an incident of terror, Uh, That flatbed truck went up on the bike path, the very, very busy bike path that runs along West Street in that area of Tribeca and mowed down pedestrians and bicyclists, everything that was in his way. At this point, we know of at least six dead. Uh, The number of injured has fluctuated. Uh, It's at least nine. We've heard the number go as high as 15 and then bounce backwards, Uh, but we do know that there are considerable casualties from this incident that, again, is being investigated as uh, a deliberate act of terror. The driver of that flatbed truck jumped out, displayed what later turned out to be an imitation weapon. He was shot. Two, actually. Two weapons. He was shot in the leg by police. He's been taken to Bellevue. So there is not an active threat right now. The threat has been uh, neutralized, to, to coin a cop word. Um, but right now it is the investigation, and, and, of course, we're concerned about the victims. Six dead. We're told nine injured. Uh, that seems to be pretty consistent now for, for a while. The numbers had fluctuated earlier. Uh, and as you said, a, a very busy area of lower Manhattan. This is just a few blocks north of the World Trade Center, right along West Street, a busy bike path, um, a, a wide bike path, as as we can see. I mean, you could you could easily fit two cars side by side down that path. Now, the question is, Alex Silverman brought up earlier in his report from Police Plaza is, how did that car get on that bike path? Because a lot of the areas that we're seeing, there are some of those concrete or large pillars that block vehicular traffic from getting on the path in the first place. So this attacker, this, reason. this attacker, yeah. somewhere found an opening that he was able to squeeze through in that in that uh, in that rented Home Depot flatbed truck, and, and then was able to carry out this carnage. Unfortunately, and yeah, as we yeah, as our news director Tim Shell points out, we've been seeing the pictures of this truck. The the front end badly damaged. Uh, chances are, it got to the point where the engine just wasn't working anymore, and, and he couldn't carry out his attack any further, and that's when he got out. Police sources telling the Associated Press, uh, we also heard from Congressman Peter King earlier, too. The driver got out, yelled uh, Allah Akbar, 
uh, holding up those imitation guns, and then police uh, got to that scene and shot him in the leg. He's being treated at Bellevue at this hour. And uh, we understand from one police plaza that the news briefing is going to be a little late in getting started. It was scheduled to start right about now. Not surprising as they try to pull together a lot of information coming from a lot of different sources about just what happened. Uh, let's go back uh, to the scene. WCBS reporter Rich Lamb. Rich? Well, uh, we can tell you that uh, we talked to um, a chef here who, who said that he was uh, walking across West Street when he heard a scream behind him. He, he turned around to, to see uh, that rental truck coming down, uh, coming down the bike path. Uh, and he said it was traveling at, at a high rate of speed. Uh, and apparently, now this is, this is supposition on my part. Uh, you know, apparently there were police officers already answering uh, the call at this point. Presumably somebody farther up the bike path or observing it from a car on West Street must have called 911 and said, you know, that this is going down, that uh, there's somebody driving a, uh, driving a truck down the bike path and, and hitting people and pedestrians and bicycles are scattered everywhere. So cops apparently were already answering the call. And they were confused because uh, apparently some, something uh, had happened where somebody called in some shots fired. Or it may well have been when the police fired the shots that they then, people obviously then heard the shots, called in shots fired. So police arrived thinking that this was a shooting incident. Uh, and they initially thought uh, that it was where I'm located, which is uh, at Greenwich and Chamber Street. But it clearly was over down at the bike path. So uh, at that point, uh, clearly they, uh, they saw the man. They shot him in the leg. Uh, he was taken to Bellevue Hospital. Presumably he's been questioned to some degree if he was in a situation, if he was conscious. We don't really know that. Uh, and, uh, and whatever the rules may be for gathering evidence, we're not really completely aware of those. But uh, and if what Congressman King said earlier from his sources uh, was that this guy leapt out of that truck and yelled, Allah Akbar, then this would appear to be deliberate and would appear to be terrorism. And this is the lone wolf. This is what the NYPD fears the most an individual uh, who's not on their radar suddenly appearing on their radar in the act of creating terrorism, driving down this path and hitting bicyclists and pedestrians. We understand uh, a number of fatalities have taken place. Those numbers have changed a little bit, uh, at least six that we know of. Uh, and we, at last we heard nine injured. Earlier we'd heard 15 injured. But clearly an awful lot of lives affected directly uh, by this and, of course, indirectly. The city is in shock of, about what took place here. Certainly the neighborhood has a pall cast over it. Uh, just thinking about what took place, how on an uh, innocent uh, afternoon uh, when people were going to go trick-or-treating, instead they've ended up with this terrible tragedy on the bike path here. The uh, police vehicles are still in place. The light's still blazing. Uh, the investigation, uh, obviously, they have to be very careful to... to uh, to take a look at all of the evidence here, photograph it, take statements from witnesses to establish what took place here. WCBS reporter Rich Lamb, live at the scene again, at least six dead and at least nine possibly more injured as this uh, flatbed truck intentionally barreled along the bike path along West Street near Chambers. 
He's Steve Scott. I'm Michael Wallace. We're awaiting the uh, news conference from One Police Plaza, an update on what happened this afternoon. Uh, we see that it uh, should be starting any moment now. I want to play with you quickly, for you quickly, this 30-second clip of um, the radio traffic from the police arriving on the scene. This uh, is from Broadcastify. This is the police arriving on the scene as uh, the attacker is uh, apparently getting out of his truck. Let's listen. are the first units arriving on the scene, the radio traffic uh, from the NYPD are the first units arriving at the scene. Uh, you heard one officer on the radio uh, describing that uh, uh, that there were several people down as he arrived on the scene. Uh, again, the number that we have right now is at least six dead and at least nine possibly more injured in this incident. I'm just uh, seeing from the Associated Press, uh, we saw how at the at one point the, this rented Home Depot flatbed truck hit a small school bus. This is the first time I've seen this. There were kids on that bus, apparently. A witness tells the Associated Press he saw that yellow half-size school bus. Uh, apparently it was T-boned by the truck. Firefighters then were trying to get children out of the truck, out of the bus afterwards. So there were kids on the bus at the time. We don't have any word if any of those kids are among the nine injured. We see NYPD Commissioner Jim O'Neill, Mayor de Blasio, Governor Cuomo, and others uh, walking to the microphone. I think the first voice you're going to hear is Commissioner James O'Neill at One Police Plaza with an update on what happened this afternoon in Tribeca. Right now they're getting uh, several people in line uh, behind the commissioner and the mayor and the governor. Bill Sweeney, the head of the uh, local FBI offices there, is this being investigated as a deliberate act of terror? And here's NYPD. Hey, afternoon, everybody. Steve, we good? All right. Just keep in mind, this incident occurred uh, a little more than two hours ago, so all the information that we're giving you right now is preliminary and subject to change. After I speak, you're going to hear from uh, Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio, um, Bill Sweeney from the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York FBI offices standing up here with me, too. We have members of my executive staff. We have Cy Vance and uh, members of the state police. First, I just want to say that today there was a loss of innocent life in lower Manhattan. The dead and injured were just going about their days, heading home from work or from school or enjoying the afternoon sun on bicycles. This is a tragedy of the greatest magnitude. For many people, for many families here in New York City and beyond today, I want to commend the response of our NYPD officer that was on post near the location who stopped the carnage moments after it began. Also, work of the, the work of the first responders, including the fire department and EMS personnel, surely helped save additional lives. As I said, I'll give more of a chronology in a couple of minutes, but uh, right now I'd like to introduce uh, Mayor de Blasio. Thank you, Commissioner. It's a very painful day in our city horrible tragedy on the west side. Let me be clear that based on the information we have at this moment, this was an act of terror and a particularly cowardly act of terror aimed at innocent civilians, aimed at people going about their lives who had no idea of what was about to hit them. We, at this moment, 
based on the information we have, we know of eight innocent people who have lost their lives and over a dozen more injured. We know that this action was intended to break our spirit. But we also know New Yorkers are strong, New Yorkers are resilient, and our spirit will never be moved by an act of violence, an act meant to intimidate us. We have been tested before as a city very near the site of today's tragedy, and New Yorkers do not give in in the face of these kinds of actions. We'll respond as we always do. We will be undeterred. And I want to thank everyone at the NYPD, all our first responders, for their extraordinary efforts in the midst of this tragedy, starting with the officer who stopped this tragedy from continuing, all of the first responders who came to the aid of those who were injured. Investigation is underway to get all the facts, and what we'll tell you today, of course, will be preliminary. But we know we will get down to the bottom of what happened. I want to ask all New Yorkers, all Americans, to keep the families of those lost in your thoughts and prayers. They will need our support. And I want to ask all New Yorkers to be vigilant. We know it's Halloween night, and we know in the days ahead people will be uneasy. We ask all New Yorkers to live by the idea, if you see something, say something, tell an officer immediately. If you see anything unusual, anything that worries you, be vigilant. And know that there will be extensive additional employments of NYPD officers this evening and throughout the days ahead. We will also keep you posted as this investigation continues and as the NYPD gains more information. Governor Cuomo. Thank you. Um, first, our thoughts and prayers are uh, with those New Yorkers who we lost today. It reminds us all how precious life is. They left the house this morning. They were enjoying the beautiful west side of Manhattan on a beautiful fall day, and they're not going to be returning home. Uh, and that shock and that pain is going to be very real. Uh, and our, our thoughts and our prayers are with all of them. Our first responders did an extraordinary job. The NYPD, the FDNY, the FBI, the New York State Police, EMS. Uh, they, we have the finest security uh, on the globe. And to see them in action today proved that uh, once again. Um, the new terrorist tactic... Uh, which they've called for publicly, are these lone wolves who commit an act of terror. Uh, this is all very preliminary. It's only been a couple of hours, but at this point there's, there's no evidence to suggest a wider plot or a wider scheme. Uh, but the actions of one individual who meant to cause pain and harm uh, and probably death and the resulting terror, and that was uh, the purpose. Um, we will be vigilant, uh, more police uh, everywhere. Uh, you'll see them in the airports, you'll see them in the tunnels. 
Uh, it's not because there's any evidence of any ongoing threat or any additional threat. It is just out of vigilance uh, and out of, out of caution. Uh, and the truth is New York is an international symbol of freedom and democracy. That's what we are, and we are proud of it. That also makes us a target for those people who oppose those concepts. And we've lived with this before. We felt the pain before. We feel the pain today. Uh, but we go forward together, and we go forward stronger than ever. Uh, we're not going to let them win. Uh, and if we change our lives, we contort ourselves to them, uh, then they win and we lose. Um, we'll go about our business. Uh, again, there's no ongoing threat. There's no evidence of that at this time. Uh, so there's no reason to have any uh, undue anxiety. You will see more security forces, but that's only because it's an abundance of caution, not a signal of anything else. Um, and there will be continued investigation, and justice will be done. Um, but again, to those we lost, they are in our thoughts and our prayers. To the first responders, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the job you do. You put your life on the line every day, and you do it better than anyone else. Uh, and to New Yorkers, be New Yorkers and live your life and uh, don't let them change us or deter us in any man manner, shape, or form. Amen. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Governor Cuomo. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Right, as I said, I'm going to go through the chronology here, and I, I know when I'm done, uh, you're going to have a lot of questions, but we're not going to go too deep into it. It's only two hours. And after I get done with the chronology, uh, Dan Nigro is going to talk about the injuries. All right, so at 3.05 p.m., a male driving a rented Home Depot pickup truck entered the West Side Highway bicycle path at Houston Street, began driving southbound, striking a number of pedestrians and bicyclists along the route. At Chambers Street, the truck collided with a school bus, injuring two adults and two children. After the collision, the driver of the truck a 29-year-old male exited the vehicle brandishing two handguns. A uniformed police officer assigned to the first precinct confronted the subject and shot him in the abdomen. The subject was wounded and transported to a local hospital. A paintball gun and a pellet gun were recovered at this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 